I don't stop weather channel. I don't care. Trailing off on these old man subjects again, talking about the weather. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh wow, this goes all the way to the thirtieth. Does it? The uh video game, Shane. Mm-hmm. Did you have any ideas how you wanted to start it? What you want it to be about? Yeah, I had a few. I was going to email you over, like, what direction we wanted to go. Uh, okay. And I don't want to overcomplicate it. I don't know what the <laughs> capabilities are. Uh, like, can you choose different characters? Yeah. Okay. And, like, they have different moves they can do? Yeah. Um, have you ever played, like... Um like the old Final Fantasy games. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever played anything like that. Like, you can make it turn-based. You can do all kinds of stuff with it. Okay. Um, what I could do, if it'll make it easier and it'll give you a concept of what, I'll give you my Steam login information, mm-hmm. and then you'll download a specific thing and uh, kind of just fuck around with it. And oh. It's got the software that I use. Um just so you can get a basis. But yeah, right. you can, enemies, uh, you can create an item shop and and all that. I, I actually, I messed around with it for a while, you know, a long time ago and created an item shop in a little small town that you could go into. And, okay. Um, it, it, the good thing about the software is it does all of the coding for me, uh, give or take. You know, you add your own dialogue and you add this, that, and the other. But it's, it's a drop-down menu, so it's like you don't have to create the code for it. You just select what you want to do and, and then type out what you want to say. Mm-hmm. So okay. they, they simplified it for sure. Right. Oh, yeah. In all the scenarios, Tommy dies, though. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Except one, and that'll be the bad ending. Oh. <laughs> Like Doctor Strange sitting here, like, in how many realities does Tommy live? <laughs> and we're not going to do that one. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> right at the beginning. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed spending ten dollars on this, mother. No. <laughs> we always joke, but we're going to trip our shit. We're going to be out hunting for Dogman and. That's one's gonna run out and rip Tommy in half, and he just goes from like, "Oh man, <laughs> you gotta be honest. You'll be sad if I died. I would. Yeah, <laughs> we kind of need you to keep the podcast and YouTube channel going. <laughs> I joke. I joke. Uh, we would definitely be sad as long as the dog man leaves his top half. We can just like puppet him. You know? <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Well, doesn't Shane have like a backup, like Tumas or somebody? <laughs> I like the puppet idea myself. I just, they would probably always question why two of us are in the same scene at the same time constantly. <laughs> and why Tommy's slowly deteriorating. <laughs> we can make a skin suit out of him and preserve it and just have his wife yeah. put it on and she can join us. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's already there. Same setup, same background. Yeah. You, you think she would wear a Thomas? I don't. I don't know if she'd wear a skin suit of me. That, that might be crossing the line with our vows. I mean, <laughs> well, you know, until death do you part. Yeah, death do we part? I wear me like a suit. I mean, same thing. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> tomato, what, tomato. Man. What is it? Are, are y'all gonna sit there and be like? Put the lotion on its skin. <laughs> We're not that extreme. <laughs> we don't care if you're moisturized or not. <laughs> Might get uncomfortable wearing them after a while if it's not moisturized, though. Yeah. That, that's true. Start tightening up on you, you know? <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be all leathery. Let's do this. Let's do this. Is that our thing now? We just try to mess up each other's intros. Yes, I, I, I think I'm so. <laughs> freaking filters that someone had. Oh man, that killed me the last one. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> You guys ready to jump on in here?
Yeah. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Paranormal Minds of JST. I'll be your host tonight. My name is Shane, and I am joined, as always, by Josh. Hello, hello. And Tommy. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. We have one hello, two hellos, three hellos. Three hellos. Four. (laughs) Hello, 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 hello. (laughs) Hello. It's me. Tonight, we're going to talk about a whole town. That's the subject. A town called Whitewater, Wisconsin. Ooh. Intrigued? Okay. Mm. Intrigued. So the town was founded in 1836. Uh, The first settlers were all from New England, you know, made their way over to Wisconsin. Uh, The town didn't really quite start growing until around 1853 when uh, the railroad passed through the town. So, of course, brought business and travelers, and then it started growing. The town was named for two creeks that crossed in the area, uh, and both of the creeks had white water, clear water, and white sand. So it got its name Whitewater. Currently, the town exists with a population of about right under 15,000. So what do you guys think? It's not a very big town. I think DeSoto County is bigger than. (laughs) But yeah, that's that's the whole story. So, uh, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) There's nothing paranormal about this. I quit. (laughs) Just thought we'd take a break from the the supernatural. Uh, All right. So nowadays, the town is known as Second Salem because of everything that has went down through the years. So I told you the town started growing in 1853. Well, around 1880, this dude, uh, Morris Pratt, started building an institute there. Uh, He built on it and opened it in 1889, called the Morris Pratt Institute. This was the world's first school of spiritualism. So they had a really big push on, of course, spiritualism in general, but also with communicating with the dead. So they would hold seances there, dabbled in witchcraft and spells and did all this stuff just to communicate with the dead. Morris, unfortunately, was only able to run it for a few years until 1902. He died and uh, he was buried at the Hillside Cemetery in Whitewater. Uh, The Institute Still went on, still is actually going on today, actually. So that's our, our first little chunk we're going to talk about. Now we're going to talk about Mary Worth. Mary Worth is one of the more famous witches from the area. She she came along just right after Morris died. So, you know, just right there in that same time frame. And on one Halloween Eve, because she was a well-known witch, she went on a murder spree with an axe. Killed a bunch of people in the town with an axe. Uh, just, just went nuts. Uh, So, of course, the town caught her, executed her, and as she was getting executed, placed some sort of curse on the town. You know, it's not really known what the curse was at the time. You know, we can speculate nowadays. But what's interesting about her is she's she's Bloody Mary. We all know Bloody Mary, right? That's that's where that those stories come from is her, because if now you go to the Oak Grove Cemetery and um uh, Whitewater, that's that's where that started. You call out Bloody Mary and she'll appear to you. Now I'm going to talk about a third cemetery, and it, it'll all come together in a sec while I'm referencing these cemeteries. <laughs> so this last one is just packed full of souls that refuse to leave. They started getting buried there in 1885. Again, that same time frame that everything else is going on with a bunch of murderers being buried there. A lot of different stories. I won't say any specific ones because there's so many. It's hard to distinguish between real life and just stories from people going there. But one story I will tell that no one can explain what happened is in the 1970s, the body of a a small child was 
dug up in the middle of the night, coffin and all, and the coffin was left on the doorstep of a local college. But no one was seen. No one figured it out. No one ever came forward. No suspects. No nothing. It, it was weird. It's like it just happened. That is the Calvary Cemetery. So if you guys can already guess, why am I mentioning, mentioning three cemeteries? Triangle. Yes! <laughs> so... These three cemeteries, the uh, Calvary, Hillside, and Oak Grove, form a big triangle throughout the city. And can you guess what's right smack in the middle of that triangle? I'm going to assume this institute. Yep. <laughs> and it just blew my mind that this all, there was no, nothing before all of this happened between like 85 and 92. All these deaths and murders and craziness and the Institute being started in seances. These people unknowingly created some sort of paranormal triangle that then is still causing stuff to this day. Uh, so this this triangle is weird. The, f the first thing people in the town will tell you is because of the triangle, these spirits are not bound to a specific place. They can go anywhere within that triangle. So you're, we're used to encountering them tied to a house or an object or something. Well, they're they're tied to this circle, this, this high-powered energy that was created through these different means has enabled the spirits to pretty much haunt this whole damn town. That's wild. I'm sure that's why there's only 15,000 people living there. <laughs> but, <laughs> and they're all dead. Right? Um, so it won't, uh, again, this is... Over a hundred years of stories and happenings, there's been tons of documented murders and different things that have went down. Uh, so I'll just hit some highlights on some things that have went on in these last hundred and what is that actually 130 years since all of this has opened up. There's a lake monster there as well, uh, Lake Whitewater. A bunch of cloaked dark figures were seen one night uh, doing some sort of chanting next to the lake and summoned some sort of giant creature out of the lake. Uh, now, there's said to be multiple witnesses of this. When people went out to investigate or catch these people, everybody's gone. The monster is gone, but there were bones everywhere on the shore. Uh, and since then, there have been sightings of this monster. Uh, it's very inconsistent on what he actually looks like. Uh, but it, it's no Loch Ness, I'll tell you that. I think this is something dark, demonic, <laughs> pulled from some other dimension that's <laughs> just chilling in the lake now. There is a murderous book lost in the town. Every once in a while, it'll pop back up. And let's say the library, I think, is where it is. And it calls to people. For some reason, people get called to this book. If you're not called to it, you'll never find it because people have been looking for it for you know 100 years and can't find it. So you get called to it. You don't know why. You open it up. You just flip through the pages and then you go back about your way, right? Except, yeah, you, you're going to die within uh, like 10 minutes or so. You, you've you oh, opened shit. up the final destination. It's going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Bigsby's chair. Oh, right. Except the chair didn't call you, I guess. Right. Just don't sit on it. <laughs> yeah, don't sit on it. <laughs> uh, also, Tommy, you'd like this, like in history, it is home to the second oldest water tower that is still in use in the country. Yeah, it's kind of weird that it's still in use because there's either been people hung from it or bodies found inside of it. For some reason, and the stories again vary on why it's haunted, but it was so haunted and so much, so many negative spirits came from this tower that the city constructed an iron fence around the tower with the spikes, you know, on top of the iron fence, pushed inwards to help keep whatever was in there in there. Oh, shit. And this is this is government. This isn't like private. They're like, oh no, we need to stop this. We're we're cool with the the triangle and the spirits roaming freely, but no, we don't <laughs> want this. I'll, I'll I'll just mention a couple more, and we'll you know we'll move on. Get your thoughts, but there is a, a place called the Wells Residence Hall, which. Uh, they, at one point, townspeople had executed a coven of witches, buried them standing upright with their sacrificial altar. Like, apparently they were doing some stuff. They're like, no, and I don't, I don't know the lore on why they would bury them standing up with their altar. But they then built this building over it, which seems dumb as well. Uh, but yeah, that, that place is haunted as hell with angry ghost witches. Uh, there's also the Sigma house. So there's a big college in the area. So you're going to have a lot of these little residence places. But uh, the Sigma sorority sisters were, you know, doing what 
college kids do. I don't know. And they heard a big crash in the basement. Uh, this is like 30 years ago or so. Well, they go down to the basement and the wall had caved in. Now, this wall led into a giant dark tunnel. Uh, now, there's a lot of speculation on what this tunnel was based on the town's history. People think it was uh, like witch tunnels they used to travel around to not be spotted. Some people say you know, it's something with mining or railroads, you know, whatever the case is. But since that wall has caved in, now the Sigma house has been plagued with extra hauntings. And it's been theorized that that wall was keeping something inside of it. And it finally got through. Uh, but anyway, I'll stop. Uh, I can probably talk for an hour on the little stories, but, uh, what, uh, what do you guys think so far? That's a lot to take in. I mean, I want to go there now, but now I'm scared that this book's going to call to me. And <laughs> I'm going to get sacrificed <laughs> to it. <laughs> um, but now here's the question though. Would you guys be able to sacrifice me or would the Institute that's still practicing dark magic sacrifice me first? Yeah. It, they would have to be faster than us. There's not too many people in this world that are faster than us. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> now, you say dark. The Institute, I think, is very reputable. They're, I don't think they're using dark magic. They're just trying to speak to spirits. Now, if you call that dark magic, I, I know some people would, but I think we know Like there's there's different shades of gray. You know? right. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm just making the, the assumption that at least one or two people there have created, you know, or dabbled in dark, right? And they would have had to have otherwise, otherwise it wouldn't be like it is, in my opinion. <laughs> right. You open doors and leave them open. This is what happens, you know. See, this is why you don't bring Hogwarts to America. <laughs> We don't know how to act. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of it does have to deal with that institute. I think you know, maybe the robe figures on the shore institute people. I, I don't know. I'm not saying it's because like, I believe the Institute is inherently evil, but I can, I can see that one or two people, you know, take the teachings or whatever and go do their thing, you know, and throughout the years can, you know, you're at least going to have one or two people throughout the years, mm-hmm. every at least every school year try to be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to use this for my own gain or whatever. Or maybe if we dabble in this or whatever, you know? Right. Yeah. I think there should be more institutes of spiritual learning. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Yeah. I'm not against that. Right. Cause there's nothing wrong with that. You know, that is crazy that they, you think they deliberately built the cemeteries in a triangle like that? I, I think the cemeteries were there loosely before that. And I think this uh, this Morris Pratt knew what he was doing by putting this in the middle. That's fair. Because he he wanted to be buried specifically in which one his was, was Hillside, I think. And he already knew about, no, now I'm mixing that up. Never mind. Scratch everything I just said. <laughs> I was I was erased. mixing up a story I had read. Um, somebody was trying another experiment, you know, just some normal paranormal investigator, and they knew of other deaths in Hillside and thought that might have thrown some things out of whack. Like there was some lady that uh, poisoned her husband and then tried to poison her four kids and somehow only served four years in prison. Uh, but nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense that he would want it to be dead center if, he, if if you don't build an institute like that without knowing something you know like that situ- that particular situation mm-hmm. we've we've kind of discovered at least in my opinion what you know I, I love the history side of things too but i don't i obviously don't watch it as closely as tommy does but Uh, I've noticed that we were quite the crafty folks back in the day. We paid a lot more attention to certain details than people do these days. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of back then was dealt around functionality than, you know, looks and stuff like that. So that's why you'd have weird architecture yeah. and other different things. 
<clears throat> where now we just want everything street and streamlined and all that. They want that, not me. <laughs> right? I, I like that. the handcrafted <laughs> crown moldings and... <laughs> and see, like even with that, we know that energy can essentially transfer from you, or at least it's believed. Let me put it that way. Uh, that energy can transfer from you to your handcrafted skill. Like by carving out a pillar, you put yourself in that pillar. But to put in the middle of the of those cemeteries, I think that was definitely to feed off the energy of the spirits that reside in the cemeteries. Yeah. So, and or maybe it's channeling to bring the spirits to the cemeteries since they want to speak with the dead, right? With seances and stuff like that, you know. Maybe they're also what's causing the issue. Yeah. And not in an evil way, more like a, oops, we did this by accident. (laughs) How big is the perimeter of this triangle? Do you happen to look at it? That's that's what I've been over here building out on our map so we could (laughs) check it out. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was interested to see what else what else was in there. Yeah, me too. But for the Institute to be center, man, that's crazy. Like, he, he definitely was like, oh, yeah, I know what to do. I think with the witches, Shane, um, standing up, I don't know about the altar, but I think by burying them standing up means they cannot have a restful, like, rest. You know, because you're laid to rest, so they're standing up, they can't rest. So, but then to build a building over the top of them is stupid. Yeah. You're just asking for ghosts at that point. I, know, I was about to say that. Like, you're right. asking for <laughs> some vengeful spirits to come after you. <laughs> yeah. So the triangle, I mean, it's it's big, but it's not. Here, let me just share. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. You know, the whole place was founded due to water. And you see this whole water crossing is mm-hmm. pretty much in the middle of it, too. Yep. So I think, yeah, this dude researched and he's like, all right, we got the right kind of water with the right area. We got these cemeteries forming a circle. Yeah. There's a there's also, since we've been developed, not a lot that's uh <laughs> right in there, yeah. In the circle. You see, they've expanded out. They're like, nah, don't build in the circle or the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know she has a church restaurant. In the yeah. triangle, but I know what's causing the issue. There's McDonald's right there. God damn it! Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> we figured it out. What is Jessica's? Yeah, about to say she's right there in the middle. Oh, Jessica's in white water. All right, shout out to Jessica if you're listening to us. You know, Jessica's Family Restaurant, old fashioned eatery. Was that four and a half stars out of 883? That's pretty good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah good we, ratings. We need to make a trip up there just to go to Jessica's. Yeah, it's good looking food. That is some good looking food. That is. Look at that fancy cantaloupe. Come or to find out, melon. it's completely vegan. No. <laughs> huh? De- definitely not vegan with the bacon and eggs on there. Look at all these ways you can order eggs. Oh, with a chicken breast? I'm on it. <laughs> Those prices yeah. aren't bad either. Those are some good prices. It's right not there. bad. Uh, Jessica, if you want us to promote your restaurant, just give us a trip up to uh, Whitewater, and we'll uh, we'll plug you and join our yeah. Patreon. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> just sitting here looking at menus. <laughs> Old man again. Shit. <laughs> there we with our food this time. Well, that's just us being fat. <laughs> so, Tommy over there adjusting his glasses. Oh, those prices aren't bad. <laughs> they weren't bad. <laughs> oh man, Shane, we would be we would uh add weight but only be half a pound apart. <laughs> oh, right. 
I told Brittany, I said, I'm going to chalk that shit up to be in manufacturing processes different <laughs> different from my scale <laughs> to yours. That is wild when you sent that. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I beat him by half a pound. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I noticed uh, this hillside cemetery, which is where uh, Morris is buried and, you know, the yeah, various other people uh, is actually not a complete island, but uh, what do you call it? Covered by three sides, peninsula. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he might have picked that specifically for that reason. Something about the harnessing the water, Maybe. water energy. There are so many hillside cemeteries Los Angeles, Roslyn, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Torrington, Connecticut. Lindenhurst, New Jersey, Middleton, New York. <laughs> Another one in New Jersey. <laughs> That's wild. You said we're in Wisconsin mm-hmm. waterfront. What was it? Whitewater. Whitewater. I feel like haven't we visited uh, Whitewater or not Whitewater, but Wisconsin for quite a few different things? Uh, yeah, I think we have. Or they may have been part of the discussion. But I know for a fact we've talked about Wisconsin before. I know we did the Michigan Dog Man. That was close to Wisconsin. I think we moved into Wisconsin on that. Did we with the yeah. uh, three, the two guys that you talked about, Tommy? Did we were we in Wisconsin with them? No. Yes. Beast of Bray Road. Was that Wisconsin? Uh, so. No, that's Michigan. No, because even the other one was Michigan. We've been mostly in Michigan, I think. Maybe it's Michigan. Oh. I know we've talked about Wisconsin, though, before. No, Bray, Bray Road is in Wisconsin. Is it? Yeah. Unless there's another beast of a Bray oh. Road in Michigan. Yeah, I think Bray <laughs> Road, but it, I don't know, because the song was called The Michigan Dog Man. It may have originated there. Did uh, where was that crazy house that you did, Shane? Oh, it is in Wisconsin. Yeah, that's right. It is. Yeah, yeah. I got Google. Yeah. <laughs> no one has Google. <laughs> Tommy's like my memory is steel. No, it's not. I never said that. <laughs> it's very porous steel. There's a bunch of holes drilled in it. <laughs> Mine's more like um. Uh, a fishing net that's gigantic and has <laughs> holes this big in it. And it, <laughs> oh, yeah. it retains absolutely nothing. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Okay. So maybe I know we, we get told or we hear a lot that the South is really haunted because of, you know, burial grounds and civil war stuff and all of this. But I don't know. I'm starting to think this Michigan, Wisconsin area because I mean, Bloody Mary came from here. That's insane. We got these beasts. We got these triangles right here. Uh, what is that? Isn't that where the... Uh, no, that's Iowa. The Velisca Axe Murder House. Uh, you have the haunting that, of the Tall Man family. Tall Man family. There's another haunted bridge. Why are all these bridges haunted? Suicides, I'm sure. Or uh-huh. murders. I, and then the, the flowing water that yeah. we talk about, too. So Yeah. How many uh, unsolved murders are in Wisconsin? 1,700. Yeah. Oh. I have that just on my block. No, right. Welcome to the Soda County. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in Memphis, you know. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what uh, what are your guys' thoughts on the book? I, I am interested on that because we've we've talked about the cursed objects before, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. So no one knows what Bloody Mary's curse was. You know, was it to create a book? Was it to release the spirits in the triangle? You know, we don't know. But what do you guys think? You think that's just a story? Do you think it actually exists? It it could be like an urban legend, 
Like a Halloween tale? Because uh, how, how, do, how do we know, like, is the book found next to them when they're dead? And then it just disappears? Or, I think it's like, oh, they were in the library. Or the last we heard, they were going to a bookshop or wherever the book is. Mm. So they just kind of say, damn. Even though it could be coincidence. Yeah. You know, that they all of a sudden walked into traffic or, you know, a log flew off of a truck in front of them and impaled them. Uh, By leaving a bookstore or a bookshop, like our, our library? I don't know, man. I guess it would depend on how far, like, close together the incidences were, you know, to rule it as a coincidence or not. I wonder if that's something that you could outsmart. You know, like, you have someone, you know the book would want to take, someone in a bad emotional state or very open to the sort of thing, whatever you want to try, but you have people watching them and you, you know, they're going to go there and you, they grab the book and you grab it from them. And see, I knew that's where that was going. And I <laughs> would think that if in fact this book only selected certain people, it would know that. So it would avoid that scenario, you know, I'm sure it's probably played out before. Right. In a way. Right. But I mean, it kind of fits the same way as like like you said, uh, Busby's chair, Busby's chair, and you have the uh, Georgia. Uh, what was it that column? I think it was part of like a plantation or something in Savannah that supposedly like haunted. But if you touch it, anybody touches it, they die. Yeah, within X amount of days or something like that. I mean, those stories are out there, so I don't want to say, like, the book's not true. Did they say that you had to physically read the book, or was it, like, just touching the book? It was flipping through pages. Oh, so I would just chalk that up to just touching it versus reading anything out of it if you're just flipping through the pages mm -hmm. of it. So, yeah, it's the same idea. You know how absentmindedly you would do that, though, flip through a book and not even realize mm -hmm. it was cursed? Yeah. I do that. I go to... I mean, you guys see, I like these old, old style books. So I go to the thrift shops all the time and I don't ever read it. I'm like, Ooh, and I pick some up and just flip through it. Yeah. And I don't know what drew me to it, why I wanted it, but hopefully I don't have a bunch of cursed books up here. <laughs> it wouldn't do them any good. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm alive. They keep sending more after me. Like yeah. send more books. <laughs> <laughs> they have a whole army back there. <laughs> And you just put them up on the shelf like corpses of books. Just <laughs> be the scene just from like no. Harry Potter where all the letters come in and it's just going to be a bunch of books coming at Shane. <laughs> One of these will get him. <laughs> I pull out my demon fire sword, or sword from under the desk. <laughs> Tis not the day, literary demons. <laughs> all I pictured was like that sword from Scott Pilgrim versus the world. <laughs> And you get all these stats start popping up next to you. <laughs> good movie. Good movie. You guys should watch it. Not you guys. I know you've seen it. Get out of here. <laughs> but yeah, I, I believe the book, the book may be there as a um, source of income, if you will, of souls for the area. Mm. Yeah. I mean, because it seems from what you've been saying, like souls, some souls just don't leave, regardless of which cemetery and all that. Like you have the water tower, the mm -hmm. haunted building, um, you know, the cemetery itself where the souls won't leave. So right. maybe that's a way to like, like Josh says, it's like a type of. I don't want to say currency, but for some reason, currency is just stuck in my head. Um, yeah. You know, it's weird that that water tower, mm -hmm. since you mentioned that, is like right outside of the triangle. So I wonder, because that's a, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that works with underground pipes and everything, right? Mm -hmm. Like it has mm -hmm. gravity and feeds. So I wonder if that's why they put the fence, like these are spirits escaping through the water tower, through the flow of water outside of the triangle so they're no longer contained so the city put the gate like shit 
we're getting spillover with untethered spirits, which I'm sure is scary. Yeah, <laughs> but doesn't a river run through the town and through mm-hmm. that triangle? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I guess if they were going to get out, they could get out that way, too. Unless um, maybe the water tower is made out of something like limestone, some sort of powering stone being built back in the day, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. I do wonder, you know, I know it happens in Supernatural, but doesn't iron play a part in keeping certain things at bay? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which, like you said, yeah. that makes sense for them to be. Which is which is kind of weird in a way because we you look at reason silver played a big role with like vampires or um, werewolves or things like that nature. Um, a lot of people say it was because of silver that you know Judas paid whatever, but actually silver has like um, antibi. I don't want to say antibiotics, but disinfecting properties in it. You know. So it's believed that ancient, you, know, you, you had ancient Greece, and ancient Greece, they were drinking from silver goblets. So they kind of had an idea about, okay, this is pure. This is, you know, disinfectant in a way without really knowing it. So Yeah, they just knew they didn't get sick from drinking from it. Yeah. Uh, where salt, it also like curates and cures things and stuff like that, so... I mean, so for iron, iron, it's it's essentially more brittle than like steel or anything else. So why iron? That's always been my question, and I could be missing. Something. I think because it's it's pure, it's more pure than forged steel is, in my opinion. Now I'm not sure if that's exactly right, but it is it is more pure than uh, forged steel, in my opinion. But um, going back to the the fencing itself. You said it was bent with the curls in, right? The spikes to the inside of the fence. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yep. if you wanted to keep people out, you would definitely have turned the fence around. And the fact, like, when was the fence put up? Because, I mean, nowadays, if they wanted to, they'd just put, like, a regular chain link fence and not leave the, you know, especially since it's still in use. No, right. You know. Oh, yeah, it was definitely old school fence. I'm not sure when they put it up. But I mean, even still, modern day, they would go back, tear it down, and then put up a chain link fence tall with barbed wire. Because we see them around water towers here to keep people from yeah. climbing up to the top and then, you know, mm-hmm. getting hurt. Right. It took them a long time to do that because before the, I mean, we even climbed water towers when we were younger. So. Mm. <laughs> oh, on Holly Hills, we had like, I think, two instances where people climbed up to the water tower in Holly Hills and. Cops and fire departments were called on them. Yeah. I remember the one in DeSoto Village the whole time of my childhood was spray painted. And somebody would come and paint over it, and then they would go back and spray paint the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) And it took them like 15 years to put a fence up. It's like, that had to have been easier than painting that that thing all the time. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I was looking in the triangle to see if I could find more things. And I found a, a brewing company called Second Salem Brewing Company, right? They have the coolest looking beers. So also, Second Salem Brewing Company, you want to <laughs> you, yeah. you wanna sponsor us? But look <laughs> at these. Oh, look, the Beast of Bray Road. Oh, that's cool. Oh, you got a regular pale ale. Right. The Reaper, I like that. Right. White noise. Oh, that, man. Yeah, that white noise. We ordered one. their stuff? Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely our kind of beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's some crazy ones out there these days. I think there's one at the gas yeah. station down here that has like the swamp thing or a swamp monster on it. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. What, a, what about the tunnels? We didn't talk about those. I didn't even know there were tunnels. <laughs> I told you about the tunnels. When? In my whole spill at the beginning. You just tuning me out? Yes. Probably. Oh, no. He heard me say sorority girls and started fantasizing. Oh, n- no. Yeah, that's what happened. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, you see? He's like, oh, yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, I'll remember. It turned out again. a wall caved in out. at a sorority. Oh, now you remember. That, uh-huh. You didn't mention tunnels. You just said a wall caved in. Revealing uh-huh. a long, dark tunnel. Rewind this podcast. Damn it, I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start all over again. <laughs> 
Good evening, everyone. <laughs> Where did the tunnels lead to? That's what it, it didn't really make sense. They just kind of led around. So that's where people like maybe with the railroad. But back in the 1800s, I don't know why they would have tunnels under a town. Right. Yeah. It was too early for things like prohibition or sneaking things around. So, yeah. I, but with them killing all the witches there and witches being drawn there because of the spiritual energy. I mean, maybe it was tunnels for them to get around. Oh, uh, maybe. Or something was just that dark because something was released when the wall caved in. Uh, just a lot of energy. It could be multiple spirits haunting. It could be something worse. But maybe it was made just for that purpose. Someone did some summoning, some seances, and woke up the wrong thing. Yeah. What if, What if, like, they just tried to trap it in there? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I was wondering if... Uh, well, you're thinking probably the monster... Yeah, like wondering if that was why the tunnel was built. Or like, it's a huge possibility that they were down there like, oh, let me get these demons. And then they just had to open a big ass wall. Like, they won't stop storming us. Was this around the the same time as the the cloaked individuals at the waterline? Yeah, all of this would have been pretty much like after the 1960s, 70s through... 1990s. So. Oh, it's that late. Okay. Okay. I was thinking uh-huh. that it was like the beginning of the, the whole feel. Like, I, I think at the beginning of the 1900s, that uh, after, you know, Morris died, it was still everything, everybody was still behaving and yeah. doing mostly good, except, you know, a couple here and there. And I guess there was some migration of people that wanted to dabble with darker stuff, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the mid 1900s through right. the late 1900s. Uh, which sounds weird to say. We're from the late 1900s. Yes, we are. Yeah, because I think there was a big boom in uh, the really the, that the believing and and ghost and and there was a lot of ghost hunters, if you will, like Ed and Lorraine Warren and people like them. And mm-hmm. I wonder if they let you go through the tunnels, or if they let you go to a certain point. That's a good question. I know. I look. I looked up a. Different tours and th- and all of them bring you to the opening, but nothing said anything about going inside. It may be one of those situations that it's like uh, maybe the integrity of the tunnel is not up to par, and they don't want anybody getting in there. And like, <laughs> somebody's over there and they flick that one rock out, and like cartoons, it collapses on them. You know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, we're stuck in here now forever. <laughs> has has anybody like? Like Ghost Adventures or something like that. Have they been to this town? I don't think so. I still think it's kind of wild that they're the ghosts are no. There's no boundaries for the spirits. Like they just roam that whole triangle. Maybe, maybe that's the that was the whole plan of the institute is create a place for spirits to be free in a way. Could have been yeah, right. He did. He stuck it in the middle for a reason. Mm. And maybe that's their whole thing. They create a like a boundary area where they can just roam and do their thing. And like I said, of course you're going to wind up with people who want to do evil inside the Institute or mm-hmm. whatever, or right. maybe even outside of it, trying to influence from the outside. And maybe right. that's why you have murderers and this book. Cause I mean, this book's killing people. So obviously it is some form of evil. Right. And yeah, I, I can find a couple of amateur investigations, but none of the big guys. They scared. They probably are. I don't think it has the name, Rick. Right. And actually, the people there might be so used to it. They're just, yeah, we don't want you coming around messing with our spirits. You know, I'm friends with seven of them. (laughs) (laughs) We have Sunday tea. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So. I don't know. And and that's that's probably the case. Like, they just don't want that attention. Um, I, heard, I heard that soda opening. How do you know it's a soda? Maybe I'm drinking a Bud Light. Uh, beer don't fizz like that. All <laughs> <laughs> right. You don't know. <laughs> I've been drinking since before you were born, Tommy. I know. <laughs> I've been drinking since the day I was born. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's weird because I was born before him, so he was drinking way before me. Yeah. Exactly. Had a had a tube going into the womb, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
So where's is that building um, with the witches where they're buried? Is that in the triangle or outside of it? Good question. Good question. What was that called? The Wells Residence Hall? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So now uh, this college there has a lot of residence halls all around the tip of the triangle. Mm, like Just the tip, huh? Just the tip. And it's like they... They avoided it almost to build them <laughs> in a circle around. <laughs> that's, that's, that's crazy. Which that the the, the tip, you know, the top of it is a cemetery. So I don't guess you'd want to build them next to a cemetery anyway. I mean, you never know. I mean, they built that new like academy and stuff. Well, I say new it was built like ten years ago up there in Olive Branch, like right next to a cemetery. I was waiting for them to be digging into the ground on that hill and just pull out a coffin. Mm. So. Yeah. All right. We haven't had a lot of alternative alternative uh, theories thrown out this time. It is weird. I mean, there's, I mean, th- we we could go with it's all bullcrap made up for publicity. Well, it could right. be like this Morris guy was a a demon or an alien. Yeah. Yeah. True. Or, true. I mean, I I could see him being a a like um like I said I don't know I don't want to say like a demon but. Maybe like a, a warlock in a way. Whatever he was, like I said, he knew exactly what he was doing, putting <laughs> that institute right there in the center. And again, three to me is Dion, and to most people is a mock of the Trinity, right? So it's part of demonic possessions and all that jazz, and I think that has a lot to play with it too. Mm-hmm. He definitely knew what was up. But did he? But did he know? Like, or was he like a known, like I don't want to say Satanist or like demonic type person or evil person? That's the that's my question. Because he probably did it with cemeteries. Because didn't we say like graveyards are with churches, cemeteries aren't? Right. Right. That was the difference. So maybe. Um. He did it in a way of protecting the spirits from evil uh, activity. No. Well, to give you a little backstory on him, so uh, he he moved to Milton, Wisconsin, about eighteen fifty, where he created a successful farm. Uh, while on the farm, he became uh, a known spiritualist um, and started partaking in seances, spirit knockings, dealing with mediums and trances and blah, blah, blah. And he got so into it, he said if he ever ever had wealth, he would give his fortune to support that movement. Well, he took his the money from a successful farm and invested it uh, in some mines. And then after a few months, he was able to share his shares for $200,000. So back in that day, you know, that's a good chunk of money. And... He took that immediately and started this. So uh, it was known, but he wasn't like a renowned person in the in the field. But he was known. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't want to jump to the conclusion that this guy was evil. You know, I think it's now he was. You know, like eighty two when he died. But what if just after he got it going, he designed out this triangle, the school, and everything? What if he? purposely left this world and that was his goal all along was to jump into the spiritual realm willingly i don't see where it wouldn't make sense for that you know i i'm trying to find how he died well if he was big he there should be an obituary right might have to go through the public records i'm i'm almost willing to bet getting this started he he left willingly I don't want to say committed suicide. I think he left this world on his own terms. Kind of, kind of like how you hear the stories of people who reach, like, because you said he was, what, 85? Yeah, early 80s, yeah. Yeah, where you hear stories where people are like, oh, we're going to send Nana to a home, and Nana's like, no, and then she just dies like the next day. No. She's healthy <laughs> and fine, and then just, you yeah. know. Except Nana doesn't have a super-powered uh, triangle to send her 
<laughs> well, now, now here's the thing. Now, and, and this this is the thing. What if it was a coincidence? I know that sounds crazy because it doesn't fit, but let's just play with it for a minute, okay? That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> what if he didn't mean to put it in this triangle? No. <laughs> hey, hey, there's no way. It's too perfect. It's too perfectly placed, in my opinion. Um, according to this story, the way they word it is the aging Morris Pratt offered the house and the property in Whitewater to the association, the National Spiritual Association, spiritualist. So maybe he died of old age. Mm. Um, well, that's no fun. Right. But I do wonder, though, because it was founded, what you say, 18-something yeah, 1889. Yeah. And then he died 1902. So roughly 10, 12, 13 years. What if he sold his soul in the crossroads to get the funding to open this institute? Here's one better. What if he was played into building the institute? Not by like a demon or anything, but by... Somebody else pulling the strings. Aliens. Yes. Well, I wasn't going to say aliens, <laughs> but, you know, but I was going to say like somebody like a, a warlock or a witch or a sorcerer or a demon Satanist worshiper. I don't some evil person. I don't want to like categorize one person or one group as evil, but an evil person who has this idea to do it needs the money and wealth. And since the guy is into spiritualism, kind of like he's getting up in years because 13, if he died in at 85, you're looking at, he was in his seventies, right? It wouldn't take much for someone to play on his spiritualism. Be like, Hey, why don't you build this Institute here in this perfect location? You know, sorry. (laughs) I just so I just read where this says that an investment in the Ashland mine in Ironwood, Michigan, provided him with a large amount of cash. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of takes my whole theory out of the window <laughs> about how he got the money to start the institute. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think we touched on that while you were on the phone. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just read that part. What you get, Josh? Damn it. It was work. <laughs> can work. Mm, you got to go out. <laughs> no, that's why I answered just to make sure I didn't have to. I am on call. But yeah, that makes sense. Sorry. Throw my whole theory out. <laughs> and what if it's somebody, because we don't know, like, if there was somebody who was, like, beside him the whole time teaching him spiritualism and stuff like that. Because how do you go from being a farmer to just automatically into spiritualism, right? I mean, I know people transition to it on their own, but, you know. It could have, you know, near-death experience. Cow kicked him in the head or something. Saw some sort of vision. Sleep paralysis. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, yep, they Aliens. (laughs) I think think we've touched on everything. You guys want to put together some final thoughts on it? Okay, I'm going to put my final thoughts on every piece of stuff that we talked about that I remember. First off, the Institute, I believe that they might have some, you know, bad apples in there messing with some stuff. I'm not going to say that, you know, the whole thing's evil. I know some people will look at it and be like, oh, it's completely evil because whatever. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say there's probably one or two, at least every semester or whatever, you know, however they do their Institute. Bad. They did something. I believe students or people who are in cahoots with the bad people, went to the lake and summoned a demon, a sea demon, or water demon, whatever you want to call it. Now they have to deal with that thing. Um, I mean, you just don't bear, you just don't build a house over witches, for one. I'm just going to say. That's just stupid. That's asking. You, you want to get a haunted house? That's how you get a haunted house. Okay. 
the water tower does interest me as far as not only the fact that it, they put the wrought iron fence around with the spikes pointing in, but the fact that, you know, obviously it's something evil. And I feel it does have a lot to do with the paranormal around it. The book, I kind of feel like that's more urban legend than in, you know, reality. I'm not saying it's not completely not real, but I feel like it's like one of those urban legends. Right. Um, and the sorority tunnels is what I'm going to call them. I don't know. That one's that one actually gets me. It could be a thing for like sealing in the dead. Maybe there's some altar deep down inside that holds the dead in and it just broke free. So I don't know. Did I miss anything? Well, I mean, with a town with a thousand stories, of course. But Yeah, well, I mean, right. you know, with what we touched on. I mean, I think I also didn't cover the graveyard where the ghost won't leave. But, I mean, that's, that's pretty much a, a standard tale in a way, you know. Yeah. So. But I think it's, I, I think a lot of it's true and all that, so. Yeah. <clears throat> I very much believe that Morris Pratt knew what he was doing building the Institute. I've said it all the way through this episode, but he knew where he wanted it. He knew how he wanted it. I believe that the tunnel in the, was it in a, soror, a sorority house? Is that what it was? Mm -hmm. So I believe it was put there for a reason, maybe closer to get closer to, um, being, uh, what do you call it? I, I don't know. Maybe, it, maybe it was a more secluded, quieter place for you to to do your dealings and and talk with your whoever you're trying to talk to. And that may be why the tunnels were built. Um, I believe the book is real because Bigsby's is is it Busby? Bigsby Busby Busby's chair. Busby, that was yeah. a real thing, and we know that's a thing. So I'm very sure that this book possibly is too. Because in a bookstore, in a library, I mean, what? how would you know what book to look for? Really? It could have been right, right in their face and they never would have known. Um, the hauntings and everything, uh, it's like Tommy said, it's kind of one of those everyday tale kind of things. And But I do find it wild that they can just roam wherever they want to within this, this triangle. So, but, uh, that's where I'm at with it. And I think it's cool that we actually have a, a place like that in the United States. I didn't think there was anything like that in the United States, not, mm. you know, that scale, not at a full, full blown Institute, you know? Oh, right. And to be actually the first one in the world. Was oh, it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, wow. I knew it was. So it was Hogwarts before Hogwarts. All <laughs> right. Take that, Harry Potter fans. <laughs> I like Harry Potter. Tommy just so has well. to get a stab in at somebody sometime every episode. I, I like so Harry Potter. <laughs> Almost made it this episode. Almost. <laughs> I don't think I took a stab at anybody last episode. I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> I don't know if you did or not. I don't know. No. It's safe to assume he did. Yes. <laughs> I'm also going to point out yet again, I did already tell you it was the first one in the world. <laughs> you assholes never listen to me. I was about listen to say, to it was Josh this time, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I, I made it very clear, fishing net, fishing net, okay? <laughs> I hear you, but it don't all stick. <laughs> no. <laughs> We were paying attention to the more important stuff, like the hauntings and the stuff like that. You miss you misspoke. You, you meant to say sorority girls, okay? You know what you were thinking of. God damn it, Tommy. Only kidding, only kidding. <laughs> well, I'm with you guys on a lot of it. Um, I do think there was some interference or better word to be guidance to to morris on how to set this up being the first one in the world in wisconsin that just seems a little odd 
And I think the tunnels were originally part of whatever he designed. Uh, I think he planned it to be in the triangle, and I think he made some sort of underground shape or something to help channel the Earth's energy up to his his institute, which would have also been whatever gave him the guidance. I don't. I don't think it was a human. I don't think it was anything evil. I, it, it's just weird for him to just have this and build it and have it so perfect. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then this place was chosen for a reason because I don't think we talked about it, but he was originally from New York. So for you to pop over from New York to Wisconsin and you knew what mine to invest in and started a farm. I don't know. They're interesting sequence of events. Yeah, definitely. I think all of this was planned from the beginning. Illuminati. <laughs> Like the paranormal equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Los Luminados. Yeah. But as we've seen, things like this that call to the good out there calls to the bad as well. And I think you, you did have some people playing in the dark side of things and uh, the good, I'm, like at Star Wars, the, the dark side and good. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've both constantly existed there and have both constantly exterminated each other. And that's why it's so haunted and we'll never know what actually went down for the water tower, certain things there. But I think the entire area was designed to be a portal, if you will. And many people have figured that out through the years. Well, I, for one, definitely do want to make a trip out there. We keep adding trips to our list and, uh, we're too broke for that. I know. Hey, we went a few <laughs> like places, man. Texas, <laughs> Arkansas. I'd really like to go to Lake Lanier. All right. That, that's on our list to do sooner rather than later. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I feel like going anywhere further than what, because Lake Lanier is, what, an eight-hour drive from here? No, not even that, I don't think. I think it's eight hours from us, but I think we have to go up and then, or, eh, actually, I don't know. I'll ask hey, Brittany. She goes to Georgia all the time. So, hey, it's six and a half hours away. Yeah. I think Dallas was further than that, wasn't it? Well, cool. Well, I enjoyed this subject. Yeah. Witches and ghosts and portals and monsters and sorority <laughs> girls. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> knew it. Shane called where, it. <laughs> where? Where is your wife? <laughs> We're telling <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm going to message her right now. Come oh. get your husband. Get your husband. Add your kids. Add your wife. I'll just let her listen to this and strangle oh, yeah. you afterwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She will. She'll, I won't tattle on you. She'll beat me. Probably. No. <laughs> well, thanks, everybody, for joining. <sighs> yes. Joining us. <laughs> For partaking in our partnership. Now that's worse. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, maybe that'll be easier to say than joining partaking in partnership. Uh, that's, yeah. <clears throat> let's try that again. All this has to stay in here, by the way. <laughs> as long as all your sorority girl stuff stays in as well. Oh, yes, yes, my one time I mentioned sorority <laughs> oh, girls. No, 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 no. It was like five times. <laughs> no, it was like twice, really, because I said it was Actually, in a sorority. It was probably 15, but Josh is going to be nice and edit out 12 of them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us today in this discussion. If you could, and we'd really like you to, drop us a review rating on wherever you listen into your podcast to help us climb the ranks there. Uh, follow us on all social medias. So subscribe on YouTube. You get to watch some of these ghost hunts we're talking about. And uh, sign up on Patreon. Help us uh, expand our reach uh, on these trips we want to go on. Uh, shoot, you give us enough money, we'll go anywhere you want us to. We'll, we'll send Tommy into an actual grave and bury him. We'll do that. They will. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting to say no. 
<laughs> I'm not going to lie to the people. I'm just saying. <laughs> true, true. You wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> well, because what will happen is we'll sit there and they'll be like, oh, Tommy, get in this coffin. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh. Well, thanks again, everybody. And uh, as always, let us know what you think. These are just our thoughts. Something like that. See you next time.